Nerds and losers, it is now time for your weekly podcast from the Naked Man. First, sitting to my left, he currently resides from Taipei and still insists Sucker Punch is a good movie. It's Ben! Sitting to my right, in between viewings of Blade, he occasionally goes out. It's Nathan! Try not to swear so fucking much this week. Why are you pouting, by the way? (laughs) (laughs) You're just so (laughs) sudden. Hello, Ben. Welcome back to the Naked Ben Podcast, everyone. I am Nathan. We've already covered that you're Ben. I I am Ben. I am the one and only. How are y'all doing? That felt weird. Why do you say it like that? (laughs) (laughs) You're watching too much Joe Rogan. Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. Speaking of that California slang, um, so what's been going on in life with you? Not a lot, really. Not not an awful lot. Uh, I spent the last week, I caught up on Marvel movies. That's pretty good. Watch Black I was, Widow. You watched uh, Shang Chi or Shang Chi? I did watch um, Black Widow. It was like a rubbish Bourne movie. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not like a. It's fine. It's it's kind of fun. I like the characters in it. Like I like some parts of it. I liked her little sister a lot. She was cool. I like uh, David Harbour in it. You know, there's good parts to it for sure. Yeah, there was. There was some bits that dragged a lot, like the scene where they were just in the house having a conversation. I was presumably meant to feel like connected to the characters, but genuinely I was yeah. like blacking out um, and then being like, are they still talking? <laughs> like, what are they even talking about? It's my favourite scene in the film, but <laughs> it's yeah. the one where I really liked me. Oh, really? It went uh, on for uh, ages. Yeah. It, did, it did go for a long time, yeah. But it turned out that was actually part uh, of their plan. Yeah, the... What do you think of the Taskmaster thing? Yeah, that was rubbish. I didn't like that. Yeah, it had good intentions, but it just came off a bit shit. I think yeah. I mean, it's a cool idea. I think on paper, but it just wasn't that good. It was, it was like fine. Yeah. I don't know what it did for like, and this might get me in trouble, but I don't know what it did for like feminine power and stuff like that, because that was obviously the message. But the message I got was from it is that women are really easily controlled. <laughs> Well, a dad's choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, um, it was going to be like female empowerment, which maybe it was, but what it actually was is that Ray Winston can easily control all these women with his smell, which is probably true <laughs> yeah. in real life as well. <laughs> He's got a great smell, I'm sure. Yeah. Like a better friend, Molly. He's getting millions. He's getting, he can get the best fun. I feel like it was also, it was kind of long, but the ending was very rushed. Like the bit where we should do was steal the ring. And then she could control mm. the entire um, console, but also whilst the entire thing was blowing up anyway. So that felt redundant. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but they're, like, they're setting up her sister as like the new Black Widow, I guess. There's going to, there's definitely going to be something she's going to be in more in future Marvel projects. Like, there's some they... funky accents in this movie as well. Like, could they find yeah. no Russian people to play these parts? I. <laughs> I guess not, but the old president is like against, uh, probably against our Marvel movies, because they're not Russian. No, I bet he loves Marvel movies. I bet he wished they were like Russian. 
And he loved the Russian version of the Avengers. I bet he did. I bet he absolutely loves superheroes. I bet he's actually a real nerd. Like, <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. He, took, he took like that shirtless picture of himself riding a horse. That's some like Dungeons and Dragons shit. That is some laughing shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But have you never done that? You never took a shirtless picture of riding a horse? No. Ah, oh, shame. Shame. I'll do what my best. That's what always. Yeah. yeah. Next week, you get a bear, get your fucking ass on a horse, take a shirtless picture. Oh. No, he's probably taking a shirtless picture on a horse. It's Tom Holland. Because there is a new Spider-Man trailer out. Yeah. <laughs> it was a weird segue. I bet he's scared. <laughs> he seems like he's scared. <laughs> yeah. So a dainty little Englishman. Ah, nah, mate. No, no horses. Horses um, are kind of scary. They're fucking muscular. Yeah, they'll probably bite your hand. But anyway, I'm scared of horses. Uh, yeah, new Spider-Man trailer. Which uh, No Way Home, right? They showed a lot of shit. They showed uh, they showed Jamie Foxx. There's Electro. They showed the Lizard. They showed Sandman. They showed a lot of stuff. They showed Spider-Man in the black costume, which is weird because it's just his costume inverted. But okay, that's a cool idea. I guess it's it's thing, uh, they've been reskinning the advert blatantly. I don't trust his trailer oh, yeah. at all. Like no, I don't think most of those shots are the actual shots. Like they've skinned so much of it. Yeah. To try and, to try is, and hide the obvious. Yeah. So obviously Andy Garfield and the old Toby Maguire's is there. Is it's hundred percent in it? Like then when it's I, I like the trailer. It wasn't like there was no moments which I was like, oh fucking oh shit, oh shit, this is incredible. But it was a good trailer. It was, it was fun. And uh, but yeah, there's obviously there's a couple of shots which is obviously like the three versus one. In the trailer, it's obviously going to be like Lizard literally dives some to some invisible like thing. Committing you know? suicide in the trailer. They've done it on purpose, so, which is fair enough. Like, I again stand by what we said ages ago, which is I hope they don't do any other trailers for this movie. Um, yeah, this is, should be the last one. I mean, it's not even far out from coming out. Like, it's coming out on the 17th of December. It's thought we got, like, what, a month to go? Yeah. Yeah. I was pretty content with the just the one trailer that showed us nothing um, other yeah. than Doc Ock. Like, you have to have an in. So Doc Ock was the in. We already knew the rest of the people were coming. Stop showing us stuff. I didn't really want to see, yeah. no, I didn't really want it confirmed that the Green Goblin is in is in the movie. Like, we all knew he was sure. because you showed us the little pumpkin. But now they've shown yeah. us everything. They've played their Showing hand because like, we know the Spider-Men are in it. We know Toby yeah. and Thingy are in it. But That'd I'm glad surprising. they really saved us film. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if, like, a version of, like, Mars Morales is in this film. I'd, I'd fucking love it. It would be. It would make my fucking year. But if you there's a version of Mars Morales or a Spider-Man, um, live action, no one so far. Like, you, no, like, you just want it to be animated oh. Mars Morales. You know what? It would oh, be really disappointing oh. because they obviously put Harry Styles in the Eternals, so it would probably be like uh, Jaden Smith. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 that would kill it. That would fucking kill it. Nah, they would. It would be him, or it would be like no, little Nasex no, as no. much. Little Nasex would be way better. Weird because he's an adult, and like Miles has always been at most like eighteen. Little Nas X would be funny. Really but, funny. <laughs> so I just hope he's like exactly how he is in his music video, just flamboyant and gay as shit, which is great. Like bring it out to the Mar- bring it out to the Mars Rise. Fucking why not? Eddie Smith, I'd fuck myself. 
Um, no, actually, you know who I hope it is. I, I can't remember his name, so I am sorry, but I hope it's the um they get Miles Morales and it's the uh the uh, the coloured kid from Stranger Things. He'd be pretty talk- great. Like we could just have a younger Miles Morales. I know he must be like fourteen by now. No, he, no, he's probably older than that. He's probably actually exactly the right age. I think he's probably at least like sixteen. I'd say he's probably like sixteen and seventeen. Because you know they were what were they like maybe like twelve in Stranger Things season one, I guess. And that was like five years ago. Surely they weren't that. Okay. But then I guess Glasses Kid was also in um it, and that was ages yeah. ago. So maybe. Maybe. I'm trying to yeah, find. Yeah, definitely gonna. Kay- his name is Caleb Mc- McClawlin. He was born in 2001, so he's literally 20. There you go. Um, he could do it. He could do it. Could Let's just start casting it. everyone from Stranger Things um in Marvel. As, yeah. Eleven as a uh, I don't know, Aunt May. Um, the, the kid is getting younger. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone except Winona Ryder. I don't want Winona Ryder yeah. in anything. Winona Ryder could be like she could be like a weird version of the King thing. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't want to. I don't like Winona Ryder. <laughs> Why? Because she overacts in everything. Every scene in Stranger Things is like this. Like I know she's playing a crazy character, but it's so it's it's so over the top, and her eyes are so wide. She's literally like a crack addict in every scene. Yeah. She's so wide. Her eyes are so wide. But there's some scenes where all she's doing is like writing stuff down. Her eyes are wide as anything. I'm going on. All right. Uh, I I kind of agree. Even her IMDb picture. Look at her IMDb picture. It is like this crazed person. Well, she's like a star. She's a young star. She, that happens. It happens. She's probably on the Disney Channel at some point. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, she does it. She's definitely got crazy yeah. eyes. Right. She's got some crazy miles. The thing is, naturally, there. you would think, oh, well, no, Dorada. She's probably at a party. She's a bit drunk. But no, I bet she's just arrived. Yeah. I mean. So uh, I don't yeah. want her in anything. Right. Right. She's really good in Girl Interrupted. If you've ever seen that film. She's great in that movie. She's fucking awesome in that movie. And uh, you should watch it. You'd actually really like it. But yeah, Caleb McLaughlin. Uh, yeah, Caleb McLaughlin. Let's bring it Why back. Not? Why not? <laughs> uh, yeah, there is. Yeah. Um, the tra- trailer showed tra- tra- quite a bit, I want to say. In a w- I, ha- I think there's a shot where Doc Ock is being hit with by Electro. So I sort of think that uh, Doc Ock actually becomes an ally in the film to Tom Holland's Spider-Man, to the Spider-Man, mm-hmm. which is like, I think I know a bit too much about the film at this point. I don't want to see anything else. Show nothing else. No, no, no more trailers. No. There's going to be like 17 more yeah. posters. Probably. <laughs> I just theorise the fuck out of them. Yeah. It's going to be good. Uh, but, other, go on. Doctor Strange. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's going to be good. Uh, I... I I want it to be really surprising. I want it to be weird as shit. I feel like they're almost perhaps juggling too much in one film. Uh, there's talks about Venom being in it, and I don't want that because, you know, it's just adding another MC, adding another thing they have to spend time on. In like a two, It's a long film, but it's like still, you've got two and a half hours to tell a story that should be very centred on Spider-Man, and Tom Holland's Spider-Man specifically. And you want... You want Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire to have like 20 minutes of, of screen time apiece. So, yeah, I think the most of the villains should just be like five minutes screen time of Electro, Sandman, Lizard. Green Goblin gets a bit more. Maybe Doc Ock gets the most because he's like the best. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, but 
it's going to be like a messy, but perhaps great film. Perhaps. Yeah, I'm sure people are going to really love it. People will really enjoy it. It's going to be one of those films that people talk about for a long time because they they, they went out there. They fucking reached for the stars with this film, which is good. Yeah, probably. Or it'll be a jumbled mess, and but it'll be great. Like, yeah, Willem Dafoe should probably have loads of screen time. Yeah, uh, I think, I think he should Sandman have, like, should have, like, nothing. Sandman's stupid. He's <laughs> not stupid. He's, like, I prefer him to Electro. Yeah, the, the, the movie it literally makes like sense. So why should I be scared right. of sand? Because Out, sand outside, outside, of a, outside, outside of a desert, there's no reason to be yeah. scared of sand. Well, a ton of sand being dumped on you, is that not annoying? It's yeah, in your shorts. If, on it like if you were working at a hardware store and an entire rack of sand fell on you. But That'd that's like this guy's powers. So Yeah, he can like morph into anything. He can like a big, big hammer of sand coming down you. Is that not scary? Yeah, it's also stupid. It is stupid. Shooting is way cooler. We, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather have that power, really. But, you know, we're talking about a guy who's fucking got radioactive spider uh, powers. A yeah, guy who's awesome. literally called Yeah, it's awesome because of the way it's uh, written. Because they made awesome powers. But imagine a guy who has eight limbs all the time and fucking fangs. Spider-Man, Spider-Men. Spider-Man. Yeah, that would be inconvenient, but it'd still be useful. Yeah. But if you got if you if you had the superpowers lottery and you got yeah. I'm made out of sand, like you'd be disappointed in that. But re- really, he can shape shift into like lots of different forms. He can move faster than like the wind because he can just be like, oh, I'm 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 gonna take the form of like five pieces of sand. It's gonna blow through the wind, right? Uh, he can like do. There's a lot of like because uh, most of that. That we know, he can just return to his normal form. He's made out of sand, but you know he can be normal. He can be like a normal dark guy, and when he wants to, he can turn his hand like a screwdriver. He can turn his hand into like a big hammer. He can turn so himself. More usually, if he turned into a human Swiss Army knife, yeah, and essentially, actually that's turned into is. those things instead of like sand. Or yeah. Perhaps. Also, sand's inconvenient. Because, You're just going to annoy everyone because everyone's going to be like, "What's my house full of sand?" <laughs> the way the comics of movie are shown it is like he sucks up all the sand he's also a sand vacuum he takes all the sand with it it's so inconvenient <laughs> one unnecessary superpower yeah do you know remember that water what, guy that remember the water what, guy from the, uh, yeah from the animated series and if he got too far yeah. away from water he just started like disintegrating it was like the saddest story ever <laughs> Yeah, they do that a lot. Like, honestly, Spider-Man villains are either one or two. They're either animal-based, like the Vulture, Dr. Octopus, or they're, like, element-based, or, like, material-like. Hydro-Man, Sandman, Electro. They're, all, they're, they're always one or two things, except Green Goblin. And then, yeah, one or two things. And yeah, he's psychotic. Yeah. Do you know who else is pretty psychotic? You, you obviously. Yeah. Uh, you watched uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. How do you feel about is it? Is anyone psychotic in that? His dad's pretty mental. Yeah, he was just like corrupted by power, though. Corrupted by the wish of the wanting of a loved one. Right? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. He was already power obsessed before he met her. True, true. His power obsessed made him lose the most important thing, I guess you'd say. But how did you, did you like it? I don't know. It was kind of the story of a really bad like dad. Like. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was good. It was probably my favorite uh, Marvel movie since Endgame. The fighting was cool. Mm. 
I like Kung Fu movies. I like that he already had the powers. I was kind of dialed in that I was going to have to watch like a um, another origin story. Yeah, they like, kind of uh, nice skips that. It's like yeah. a guy who's yeah, he's got skills because he doesn't really have any powers. Shang Chi really like in the movie, he doesn't. He gets it with spoilers, I guess. Is it, but if you actually care, you've already seen it. But like he kind of gets powers from the rings, right? Like his dad. But his power is just being like a really badass kung fu fighter. Yeah. Yeah. His powers is like whenever you watch a Jackie Chan movie. And he's just like yeah. the best fighter, which is cool. And like, uh, yeah. it was an interesting how it came out of nowhere because it was kind of like a very run of the mill story. And then there was the bus scene, and yeah. he was, and he just started like kicking ass, and that was cool. Aquafina is always fun. Like yeah. she's kind of funny. Her voice is so raspy that I can't really like listen to it for too long. <laughs> <laughs> it is very raspy. It literally sounds like she smokes like three packs a day for, yeah. <laughs> since her, her day of birth. But she's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, she's, she's funny she's she was funny as the Great. voice of a dragon in that Disney Plus movie that I can't remember the I name really of. I really like Raya and the Last, Last dragon, dragon or something. Yeah, I that really was a good movie. It, it was. Yeah, she's she's pretty great. Like, talented. Uh, there's, there's nothing I I seen her in which I that hasn't improved because of she's she was in it. Like Shang Chi. Have you seen Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah, ages ago. Yeah, I really like her in that. Also, uh, talking about Asians. Um, so. <laughs> In uh, I've talked to random targets. I live in Asia, and I've talked to different Taiwanese people about the movie Chang Chi, and they a lot often say they cut it kind of hits home a little bit because it's very much depicts the relationship between most fathers and sons. It's very real in this movie, and it's kind of a lot of the time how they feel about their upbringing, which I thought was very cool. It made me like the movie a lot more because I was like. Oh, that's that's interesting because a lot of I guess not not as as toxic as this. But a lot of um, Asian sons feel like they have a similar relationship with their fathers, not to the degree of literally leaving him for like ten years, but they they have almost yeah this sort of unvulnerable, untalkative relationship where the son should just be expected to take what the father has given him and should not be their own, be able to make their own choices. Which I, I honestly really like. Like that was something that was, oh that's very cool. Like I don't think I would have that perspective on this film if I didn't live around a lot of Asian people. Dad kind of got what he wanted in the end though. Yeah, sure. Like everyone he did kind of won in this movie, except the yeah. nomination. Nomination would be the shit out. Uh, nice yeah it's good it, it, it was good that it did that dynamic of not just being an origin story because they're yeah. they're so tired at this point there's so yeah. many of them uh, i never want to see another origin superhero no film. i can't really? deal with it like if yeah. i have to watch batman's parents get shot one more time i swear i, I just gotta quit <laughs> and, like there's just so much of it but yeah it was it was cool um yeah the fight was, was really good the scene the fight scene just after the abomination bit was cool between the sister and the brother. That was yeah. good. And it was well done. Um, I don't know. It was just good. Like, it's not the best movie ever. I don't think I'm going to remember no, it's, it. I yeah, yeah. That's the worst thing about it. And I think that's gone from all the Marvel movies since Endgame. I, I don't think are very memorable, other than a couple of key moments. I like, obviously, Jake uh, Gyllenhaal as Mysterio is memorable. But I could yeah. not tell you much else of what happened in that movie. I, Eternals, I don't want to tell you what happened in that movie. <laughs> and um, Black Widow is dull. 
Um, yeah. So I think they're kind of on a little bit of a misfire at the minute. Although hype, because of the Spider-Man movie, it doesn't matter because hype's through the roof still. I'm strong. I was just absolutely as strong as ever for sure. But I think they're splattering a little bit on the movies. The TV shows have been great. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, the TV shows have been great. I, I didn't really love What If. What If was like kind of disappointing. I didn't even finish yeah. it to be honest. I, after the, the zombies, last one. a bit shit. Yeah, the zombies was like my favorite episode. The zombie the episode. One, Killmonger and Tony Stark was that before or after zombies? When I was after. Oh yeah, that's the last one I watched, and then I was after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. the the Starla Star Lord was probably my favorite episode, and the zombies was really good. But that other than that, it's like it was fine. Yeah, uh, cool. I mean, I'm gonna go see Spider Man, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely gonna see it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else I want to see? I want to see our ultimate show ideas. So yeah. we can cut to this idea of what, what we want to do with this podcast. That's going sky high. The most crazy shit we can think of, of what what we could re- somewhat realistically do with this podcast. The yeah. weirdest shows that we want to actually make. Okay? Yeah. So I've got four ideas and I think you'd be up for three of them. Okay. Okay. So, but I want you to kick it off. What's uh, your yeah, first? Yeah, that's good, because I've got six, and um, right. I kind of forgot. Now, we have to remember this is a podcast. These are all audio format or video format, if I can ever be bothered to sort it out. Um, but I thought of what is the true principle of this podcast, and it's going out there and doing the craziest stuff we can think of, which obviously means celebrity involvement. Um, sure. All of my ideas are, as with this podcast as well, stolen formats, given the Naked Men twist. So yeah. I would like to see an audio slash video version of The Price is Right, uh, but it's hostile. So <laughs> every week, uh, contestants uh, guess how much it would cost Torture and Teens, uh, uh, hosted by Oscar winner Daniel Day-Lewis, who is still playing Lincoln. Yeah, uh, absolutely. This is going to be a daytime show, so we never get to see the torture. <sighs> so the format of The Price is Right, for those that don't know, is you are presented with a product. Usually it's a toaster, but in this point, it's going to be like six uh like 18 year olds <laughs> and they have a certain price of how much yeah. this is the the plot of hostel for us to sure is yeah. bid on these but they've already got a set price mm. and the rich white people then have to guess how much it would cost and closest one wins oh okay and they get to torture but you don't see it you, you don't get to see it because this is a daytime show yeah. um so it's, it's on the torture is on later on the on the same channel at like 12 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, yeah, the, much of the podcast would be we would obviously be doing like announcing or like commentating. We would know the price on yeah. the price is right. Like the audience would be like shouting higher if they think you should go higher or like down a bit because uh, they want you to get the price. Yeah, uh, right they, want, well. they want people to torture. But yeah, I've essentially combined the price is right with the plot of Edgar Wright's hostel was it edgar wright i don't think it's actually right yeah 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 okay that is inventive for sure um i i wouldn't say no to doing a commentary on it for sure um i think one thing that we should add to it eli roth sorry eli roth oh yeah yeah. the 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 bear jew that's how i know um, from Doris Masters, yeah. Yeah, he's not racist. This <laughs> he's not right. I'm not going to read it. So, yes, the thing that I think we, this show should have is we know a little bit about the people who are going to be tortured. Are they Fortune 500 
grandkids? Are they they, are they conservative as fuck? Do they love a bit of the the Trump man? This is um obviously these are all teens from horror movies, so Mm. it's a diverse group of Midwestern Americans all backpacking across Europe. How many times has Stacey cheated on a boyfriend with guys named Chad? That sort of thing. At least once an episode, that girl comes up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just loves a bit of torture. That's the, thing. Back. The, the trouble is, it, it, this would not have many episodes because essentially all the people that would go backpacking across Europe are the exact same people. And they're all trying to find themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, after that like, episode four, you're going to be like, oh. Is it this sort of person again? Yeah, yeah. Tell us about how. Amy is Ezekiel and he's woke <laughs> as fuck and he describes himself as a male feminist and he tells every woman he's ever met there's a male yeah, feminist. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. He's right for the picking. Yeah. yeah. So, and that, the obvious thing is that people would be saying is it's not nice to trick people into this scenario. They won't be tricked. Um, they would have signed extensive legal waivers. Uh, they might not be aware of that, but that's because no one ever reads the terms and conditions. Yeah, it's on page 17 about the torture. Other yeah, than that, it's, it's right there. Like it's like that time that um, that company tricked everyone into selling them their soul by changing their terms and conditions and nobody noticed. Or Apple. It wasn't Apple. Apple do it openly. No, it was done. It was done as a joke. So they like changed it back afterwards. But they, yeah, yeah. it was to prove a point that no one ever reads the terms and conditions. Uh, but yeah, the price is right. I, I don't have a name for it. Um, in fact, only four of mine actually have names because I couldn't think of anything clever for this. I <laughs> I didn't think of a name at all. Maybe I think, I think it should literally just be called "The Price Is Right," but it's hostile. Yeah, <laughs> Price Is Right, but it's also hostile. Yeah, with Danny Day Lewis. Yeah, with Danny Day Lewis. Beautiful, beautiful. He would be a great idea to. I'd love to. Uh, so going on to one of my first ideas, I'd love celebrity interviews for like three selected celebrities. Danny Dennis, sure, why not? Why not? It'd be weird as shit. But I can, I feel like we might be able to get eventually, if we have exponential growth, we could get some celebrities on this podcast to talk to us. Uh, the ideas have come up. So John Cena, he follows us both on Twitter. You know, he does. Easy. Wesley Snipes, Wesley Snipes, because you love a bit of Blade. Um, and I also love tax evasion. Uh, Sam Rockwell, because, you know, we, we, we call things that are Rockwells. And, of, of course, Gwyneth. Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. I think we, we are Gwyneth. strong subscribers of the good way of life, you know. I would love us to just do celebrity interviews with, like, these people. What's the only one at a time? It would be, like, us with Gwyneth. And, yeah, I think you'd be, you'd, as a, the more polite version of one of the you'd be a very gracious host you'd be very actually very yeah. i think you'd be very nice you have a very professional nice question what's the twist i feel like there's a twist coming in a second but <laughs> the twist is with me right so every <laughs> once in a while I'd, I'd be gracious for like the first 20 minutes for sure and then i just try and throw in like a really spicy question because once in a while i'd be like uh gwyneth you know you're overpricing all your products uh the are going to sell mostly to poor people. And she'd be like, what? <laughs> like, I'd, I'd throw that in and be like, so Wesley, have you done any tax recently? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sam, you, you sad you never won that Oscar? Yeah. So you're I, just a troll. I'm just trolling. Just trolling. Like, not massively. I have like three questions. Just make it to the team. Like, 
because that's the sort of thing you lean on. And the yield triangle, I wouldn't tell you to try it. I'd be throwing in some question. But you try and be like, turn it back to normality. Try it back to like <laughs> civility. They'd be like, so, 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 John Cena, are you actually invisible? Yeah. And it, it, it would just throw things for a loop. I think that would make great podcast material. It would. I like it. I think we should do it. Yeah. For some reason, the first person that came to my head to interview that I think we could realistically get was Dane DeHaan. why i don't know i just feel like he's our most realistic first target like i think that's the highest we could get to at the minute dane the guy who played harry uh harry osborne in the amazing Amazing spider-man i think we could get dane dehan sure i like i like dane dehan as an actor i'm gonna try and get dane dehan on imdb he's the first dane that comes up oh oh good for him good for him I have an idea for an interview show as well, but uh, it's also kind of a quiz. And we basically get people on to play a game called Are You Smarter Than Director Quentin Tarantino? So mm-hmm. we'd have to get Quentin Tarantino on every week as well. And we just right. put him in quizzes against other people. Uh, it's mm. ex- so essentially, it's the exact same thing as Are You Smarter Than a 10 Year Old? But it's just always Quentin Tarantino that people are playing against. <laughs> I imagine Quentin would get like super competitive about this. Uh, yeah. he, he's retiring after his next film, I, I think. So he, he might have time. He's he might have time that forever. Fucking... He has, but he, you know, he's never actually gone to the tenth film. The next one is a tenth film, I think. So he might have time. He might be like, ah, fuck it, I'm gonna do that. He might he might become a naked man and take it really literally and just say less about the I think he'd be so angry. I was watching some interviews with him, and he's an angry guy. Yes and no. I think he's a passionate guy. I think he's a passionate guy. I don't. I think when people try to be rather malicious to him, he gets he gets affected easily. But I think generally, he seems like a nice person. He seems he's just very passionate. He's very passionate. I think if I was like two percent crazier, I'd be Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Probably. But are you yeah. smarter than Quentin Tarantino? That would be an definitely episode. Definitely. I didn't write fucking Reservoir Dogs. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make him smart, though. Like, I'm talking about, like, everyday things. Like, not not uh, like, oh, are you smart enough to, to win an Oscar? Which, mm. yeah, he's not. Uh, but you might be. He's won an Oscar. Yeah, not for years, though. Since like 904, but yeah. yeah, everyone's won Oscars in the 90s. <laughs> I'm yeah. yeah, Nicholas Cage has an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, Nicholas right, Cage is great. Oh, I have a theory. I'm not sure I have a theory, but my friend kind of disagreed with it. Do you think Kanye West is Nicholas Cage of music? No. Why? I think he is. I, d- I don't think he's got, I, I don't know. I think Nicholas Cage has more about him than Kanye West. I think Kanye West is genuinely unwell. And I think Nicolas Cage is just a weird dude. Yeah. I don't think Nicolas Cage has his... He's not publicly breaking down other than mm-hmm. his marriages, which means he yeah. has to make like 78 movies a year. Whereas Kanye West, I genuinely think, needs probably needs help. Because he was like living in a stadium not long ago. Yeah. Like he it went was. to that stadium for his album thing, which didn't pan <laughs> out very well. But, and he was like living in it because... He's just like, I don't know. I yeah. genuinely think Kanye West needs help. Maybe, but I, I also think like, why is that? Why is that weird? Why is that crazy? Why is that like? Because I think he's actually got something wrong with him. <laughs> like, whereas Nick Cage doesn't. Like Kanye West goes yeah. on. Yeah, exactly. Well, 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 sorry, sorry. I, I shouldn't say that. There isn't anything wrong with it. 
Um, yeah. Um, Nicholas Cage is just like a bit. He just acts very eccentrically. But in everyday yeah. life, Nicholas Cage is probably a normal dude. Whereas Kanye West is like definitely unhinged. Yeah, I think they probably as normal as each other. Uh, again, the reason why I said this is because like made a lot of great shit in their early career. Passionate as fuck, eccentric as all shit, and they think they're like amazing. And I think both of them kind of correlate between that. I don't think Nicholas Cage thinks he's amazing. I don't think there's any evidence of that. Nicholas Cage seems like a nice guy. No one's ever got anything bad to say about Nicholas Cage. That's true. Has everyone got... has bad stuff to say about Kanye West. Like what? Like what? I don't like his modern music, really. I love his early music. And by the way, uh, I didn't expect to talk Kanye West. I don't think Nicholas Cage would ever interrupt someone's award speech that is true. to I say the result that. is wrong. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. That that was a cunt move. That's class A cunt. What's Taylor ever done? Yeah. yeah. Right. right. <laughs> Talking of what has Taylor ever done? I want one of my ideas. I know that was a weird tangent, but it was playing on my mind for several decades. I want to watch along the Scandinavian film. I mean, we could do that already any time that we wanted. I know. <laughs> There's no barrier to entry on that one. It's like you're expecting it, like, fuck's sake, man, again. <laughs> I mean, we could do that next week if you want. <laughs> we could. All right, we're going to do it. You know, for the people who don't know, it's a film that was circulating around like 2013, and it's one of the strangest, most like fucked up films probably in ever made. Right? I've never seen it, but I've seen like cliff notes from several people who have watched it, and it just seems horrendously offensive and just disturbing as fuck. Like I, I'm scared to watch it really, but I, I would only watch it if it was like we were filming our reactions at the time. I feel like we'd go through something quite traumatic together, and uh, and and misery loves company, right? So and see our reactions would be like something I don't know, it'd be something of worth, I think, just to have between us. And we could do it. In fact, I don't think I don't, I don't think we should do it over video. No, no, we should what we'll do it while we're together. We'll find sure. it because I'll have to go to that to a special DVD store to find it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not downloading it and I'm gonna pay cash. No, no. <laughs> Make sure I wear my mask. I like a Mission Impossible style mask. Alright, so here's a fun one. Everyone likes a travel show. Yeah. And no one likes traveling or then Sylvester Stallone. Mm. There are so some... This is a travel show with yeah. me and you and Sly uh reviewing uh weird Airbnbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's various lists online of like the weirdest airbnbs to, to go yeah. and we pick one of those lists and me you and sly go to each one spend like yeah. two nights and uh and then review it afterwards and it's just like a really nice daytime like property show <laughs> sure, <laughs> just me you and sylvester Stallone. no swearing aloud yeah yeah for sure no, we're just like chilling chilling with sly yeah, and weird just... airbnbs Sly seems like a nice guy to chill with. Not gonna lie. It does seem very like pleasant, pleasant dude for sure. He's why did you choose? Why did you choose Sly? I'm curious. What uh, made you choose Sly? That, that I don't know. Nice. The podcast uh, was going to start in like five minutes, so I just had to think of someone. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. originally my, I was my, like, oh, we could just do it, and I was like, no, 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 this needs a twist. Because yeah. again, there's no barrier to entry on us doing that. We could do mm. that now if we wanted to, but like, um. Yeah. 
but uh, for a special podcast, it's the thing of the highest highs. If we get, get yeah. Sylvester Stallone tied down to like an eight episode deal of weird B&Bs. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, why not? Absolutely, slice alone. You can talk to us about that like, random how he made Rocky. Like, oh, bro, Adriel. Yeah, this is my story. exactly like that. <laughs> and and he can talk to us what war is like being expendable. Is it Jason Statham as cool as he seems? You know how is Arnold? He could, he, could, he could give a lot of world. I think Sly's quite a wise person. You know, he's got a lot of worldly knowledge without ever. And he's not. He seems like a cool celebrity. So I think. We need to learn a lot. We as young bucks, youngish bucks, late twenties, where he's like late sixties. Um, maybe probably uh, late sixties. I think he's older than that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But he still, he's still fighting. He's probably beat the shit out of both of us he's, uh, as we run at him. Oh, definitely. Uh, but yeah, there's no, yeah, there's no way could he not? I would not even try. Yeah, He'd beat yeah. the shit out of both of us. What's, what's your next idea? My next idea is, <laughs> I think something we talked about a lot is something we've talked about at least i want to say like five times but because we we haven't seen each other face to face for more than three years now right. we haven't we, is it gonna be yeah, we're like no it's not gonna be it's, we haven't seen each other since i moved to taiwan literally we were we last time yeah uh you have moved to newcastle since then and then wales <laughs> this is true <laughs> it's, it's a lot of love life change um and I have had two girlfriends and different oh jobs. My God. Lived, lived in three apartments, yeah. Lots of life changed since we've actually seen each other face to face. Smelled each other's essence, yeah. What we should do is the Hot One show, where we talked about it quite a bit. We yeah. do, we literally rip the shit out of Hot Ones. We get tin wings, different uh, varying spices, obviously, goes. And ask each other questions we've always wanted to know about each other. Like, no, there is no, there is no limit. There is no filter. It'll be like quite funny, a little pretty awkward. We get some fucking dirt on each other. And if some people care, I reckon there's probably like at least ten people in the world right now who actually care, want to watch. Very interesting. I think that would be good. We, we we'll do that. We'll get as many hot sauces as we can get. Do it a little bit drunk. Do like five shots before we do the trick. All right, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Then we'll watch this guy in the film. <laughs> Why not? It's good. That, that, note that down for a future episode. Um, Absolutely. We've got okay. a lot of shit. When we, when we finally meet again in this life or the next, we've got a lot of shit to do. This one. I started to run out of ideas, so they got a little bit more off the rails. Right, for this one, we're going to need the queer eyes. Absolutely. To all of them. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Can you, can you name all of them? I, can. I can't. I can't name any of them. <laughs> we've got Jonathan. We've got Tan. We've got Karoma. We've got Bobby. And we've got Anthony. All right. And we set these guys up with an apprenticeship. <laughs> with an apprenticeship yeah. as uh, as morticians. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. This is called, this show, it, presented by the Naked Men, is called Queer Eye for the Dead Guy. <laughs> and it's the Queer Eyes learning to be morticians and how they make the dead bodies look so good for open casket funerals. Fair, yeah. yeah. And I think the show. Yeah, writes I mean that, that's hard to. Yeah, it does. It does. absolutely does. It will be offensive and weird, but it, it writes itself. It's about put those two things together. By the way, Shpoliteria. Their preferred mon- uh, name is called the Fab Five, not Queer Eyes. Right. Well, don't name all the right? show Queer Eyes then. They they called it Queer Eye more than the makeover. I think. 
That's cool. All right. <laughs> Sorry, don't name your show that then. Like, call it Fab Five. Yeah. Idiots. Yeah, I guess it's not that brand recognition, though. That brand recognition. Though. All right, I, I'm, I'm not sold on this idea. These guys seem like divas. I'm cancelling the show. Uh, no, no, don't, don't cancel it. Make it for like a season. It'll be like a, a horrendous, weird, fucking cancelable season. But make it for a season. Imagine these if, are the uh, if we could sell this to Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> ever, ever, ever. Not if we gave them £70 billion pounds if they made this show. It'd be so good if they bought it. John Lasseter buys Queer Eye Dead Guys. Like, at least a million people would catch their subscriptions. I think it's great. I'd love it. Because it only, like, Jonathan is the, um, a real nerdy on Queer Eye, apparently. Jonathan is that the grooming guy. Album. And he'd, he'd, he'd have a place in the show. He'd have the place. Maybe mm. Bobby as well. Bobby's the um, architecture. Like, he's like the house design person. He would he'd make the casket, you know. He could do some fun shit with a casket, all right. He could do put some fireworks in there, put some beautiful flowers. He could, you know, do some maybe the casket does a magic trick. Um, but yeah, only like two of them. Oh no, sorry, Tan. Tan is fashion. Three of them. Three of them would have a decent place. They'd know what to do. Coromo is the culture guy. Coromo could actually maybe console the family. You talk to a fan, and be like, what does this person mean to you? What do they do? Where, where, how will they do it? Yeah. I want to see the queer eyes telling <laughs> the distraught family why they shouldn't put their daughter in this dress for a funeral. <laughs> it makes her plump. It'd be and her so eyes dark. are falling out. And then they just get you all focused on it. <laughs> so oh, I'm mad it's not happening. It's so horrendous. It. it is. Watching one of them vomit when they have to like sew up the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) No, it should be. It should be like a serious show that just turned into like a fucking mockumentary about one dumb idea. Oh, it's so rough. But it'd be amazing. It's really rough, but it'd be it'd get one episode and then it would get pulled. (laughs) But it would be amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's always sunny has made like 14 seasons, and that the first episode starts with someone doing a blackface. Weird oh, shit has happened. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, that's queer eye for the dead guy. You want to say, uh, it's maybe your greatest idea ever. It's the mo- your most offensive, but it's amazing. Oh, anyway, bring bring the podcast home, Ben. What you got? Talking of somewhat offensive, <laughs> we do a charity stream of playing Mary Car as right before on stream. We do our first taste of ayahuasca. Of what? Of ayahuasca. What's that? It's, a, it's, a, it's like a really hard hallucinogenic drug. <laughs> We're doing like deserts and shit. <laughs> it's a really fucking hard hallucinogenic drug. That sounds really funny. <laughs> we're yeah. like, uh, we're, people do it. In, it is, uh, I think it's also called peyote in some places. It's, a, it's, it's like a hard LSD. People generally face their like, childhood trauma. Uh, and like in as they think it's real and that sort of shit, and they just go like a little bit insane for like eight hours, but afterwards they feel a little bit better. I generally have always wanted to do it a little bit, uh, as well as like LSD and stuff. Uh, but um, fuck it, we do it on charity. We try and play Mario Kart. We try and maybe pick Dark Souls finally <laughs> as we do this. And also there'll be there'll be milestones. Every like a thousand pounds donated to the charity of choice that we want. We'll do maybe like a dare 
We might add another drug. We might wrestle. We might paint each other's faces, you know? <laughs> crazy all the time. I love it. This might be your best idea. We should follow it up after. Um... <laughs> We're the Scandinavian film. Just... <laughs> That's okay. This is what's going to happen. We're going to do hot ones. Yeah. Uh, we're then going to do Scandinavian film. Then we'll do that and marriage. Yeah. And after that, we will email uh, <laughs> the Queer Eyes agent yeah. and pitch them well, our well, idea. <laughs> pitch them our idea. Weirdest, like, two 48 hours of our fucking lives. And we just come out of it changed men. <laughs> or we just get arrested for pitching the Queer Eyes. <laughs> we'll find their agent's email address. I'm sure it must be somewhere online and in between in between our script we interview Gwyneth yeah I feel like, I don't know why Gwyneth seems quite an exclusive person to get but I also feel like it would be one of the most boring interviews of our lives I think uh maybe this is me talking a little bit of shit but I think she seems like a sort of person that's very like protected very guarded she doesn't want to show her she was on a um, Jada Pinkett she Smith be, like, like show. Family friendly, like PC sort of shit. So she wants to be very sort of like plain to protect herself. I don't know. I think she's kind of boring. She was on Jada Pinkett Smith's like podcast, and I saw a little bit of highlights of it, and they were just openly talking about like sex and stuff. And Gwyneth yeah. just seems so boring. Like not in terms of sex, but just in general. Like yeah. she does. She's one of those people that's super eccentric, obviously, and she's really successful. But then you talk to her and you're like, how do you, where do these ideas come from? <laughs> <'Cause> they... <laughs> I didn't know JD Pinkett's ever had a podcast. Yeah, it's called like Red Chair or something. And she had, um, it was a really awkward episode of it where um, she, just after her and Will Smith nearly broke up, they did the <laughs> podcast together, like just after, and just yeah. talked through their issues, but like on camera. It's like, guys, it's not how. <laughs> That's maybe don't do that. Go, go see your therapist. Don't see Gwyneth, yeah. Oh. Anyway, really guys. You'll go see Gwyneth and you can find her at rogue underscore opinion. You can find me at Nathan Greenaway. Uh, all yeah. of these ideas are ours. It's important. Oh, you to say can that. find uh, J.D. Pinkett Smith at uh, Scott McLeod as well. Yeah, you can always find J.D. Pinkett Smith at Scott McLeod. And uh, yeah, all these ideas are coming. Genuinely, they're yeah. also ours. So they're also ours. We literally fucking take them. <laughs> That's the queer eyes listening, then you can have them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want like an executive producer credit. Yeah. Be like executive produced by the naked men. That'd be perfect. And where can people find you? Uh twenty one hundred on Instagram and then underscore E B R T on the Twitters. Oh guys, it's yeah. been great. Uh let us know how the Scandinavian film is. Yeah. As well. Give us your review. Give us your review. Give us your five second video review. Absolutely. And we'll be back next week. Bye now. Bye. Bye.